0: Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me slash growth. That's hbs.me slash growth. Hey there and welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today sponsored by SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app, put in the promo code LOCELTICS and get $20 back off of your first ticket purchase. We'll talk more about that in a minute. First, we are the Rain and Jays, John Corrales and the birthday boy Jay King back from a week off before we even get any further. How was the birthday week?
1: Birthday week was nice. I played some awful golf at a beautiful golf course. My brothers absolutely dominated me in some king-of-the-court basketball. Uh, I ate a lot of southern food, gained a little weight probably, got a little heartburn, and (laughs) forgot everything I ever knew about writing. Today when I came back to work, it was like I had never written a sentence before in my life. I, I just I just had completely forgot how to do it.
0: <laughs> I love how your brain just shuts off for a while. You need that, though. You need that, though. It's the end of August. We're, this is our vacation time. I'm taking a vacation in a couple of weeks. You know, got to get out there. Got to just clear your head. Get away. Do some fun things. Kill a few brain cells, if you know what I mean. All right, so today on the show, tonight on the show, whenever it is you've downloaded us, however it is you listen to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast, thank you for, for downloading, we're going to be talking about Avery Bradley, who today was at somebody's house dedicating a basketball court that's now painted all Celtics green and fun stuff, but he had a lot to talk about, talk about other competition, talked about his dear friend that he didn't recruit this offseason. We'll get to that. Uh, But the headline was that Avery Bradley is focused on defense. Shocker. (laughs) And he thinks the Celtics can be a top one or two defense now that Al Horford is around. Which isn't crazy. They
1: they probably should be. They were, I believe, tied for fourth, according to NBA.com. And that with Horford and around with his versatility, with his ability to guard outside as well as inside compared to Jared Sullinger, the guy he's replacing, I think they probably should be at least top three, maybe top two. And probably one of their goals should be to have the very best defense in the entire league. You know, the Spurs who were number one, they lost Tim Duncan, Tim freaking Duncan. And so the Celtics, they'll be right there. Yeah. the Pacers, who were number three, I believe, lost Frank Vogel, their head coach. So the Celtics have a a real chance to be one or two like he wants to be. And and really, that's the identity Stevens wants to build. He he wants to be that, that fierce athletic defense with Jay Crowder, Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley. They have three of the best perimeter defenders really in the NBA. And they're built around that. But now they have Al Horford and Amir Johnson inside. Two, two plus defenders in their own rights, and they could be a scary good defense.
0: Yeah, I was just talking the other day, actually probably at this point a couple of weeks ago, I hopped on the Locked on Spurs podcast, talked a little bit about them losing Duncan, and how big of an impact that is. I'm really curious to see, and I was talking to uh, Jam Packard, who we had on last week, introduced him. I love that you're calling him Jam. I'm calling him Jam. We're the Jays. We're calling him Jam Packard. And we talked a little bit about Tim Duncan quarterbacking that defense. He couldn't move quite the same way that we that he used to, but he was a hell of a defender still. And he, much like Kevin Garnett did when he was here in Boston, would stand back there and quarterback the defense. So when you have Bradley, Smart, Crowder out there, to have a guy behind you that can see the defense, read the defense, read the offense – and kind of guide you where you need to be, that half step that prevents a guy from getting by you, getting through a pick, getting under a pick, or over a pick, or however you decide to play it, that makes the difference. That makes a huge difference, and that will get you from a 5-10 to defense up to a top-5 defense. So I agree. I think having somebody as smart as Al Horford and as big as Al Horford and mobile and able to block shots, Avery Bradley was very – Careful to not call out Jared Sullinger because he started talking about the
1: upgrade. He even went out of his way to praise Jared Sullinger, but it was obvious he thinks Horford's an upgrade.
0: Yeah, that's he said. You know, he he started going down that upgrade road, and he had to like backtrack and be like, "Not that, not that Jared was bad, but let's be honest. You and I can say it. Jared Sullinger is Al Horford's a big upgrade. So that's a huge deal. That's a huge deal to have a guy back there that can kind of QB the whole thing. That is smart enough, good enough." to do all that stuff and play his own guy. So, yeah, I think that that's a huge, huge thing. And like you you've said, and this has been your point from the beginning, bringing in Amir Johnson off the bench now, man, that makes a big difference. And, of course, now he's also playing bench guys. So he was the Celtics starter all year. If he's playing second unit guys, maybe a little step down in in the talent level, he becomes that much better of a defender. So now the second unit has an anchor. So I like it. If if Avery Bradley is looking forward to being a top-two defense, I think they're in a good place. The other interesting thing he said, that he was selfish as a defender, basically focusing more on one-on-one and locking down guys, and that he has now evolved into more of a team defender, which I thought was interesting.
1: Yeah, and, and that's kind of been an, his evolution over the last... Three years. I can remember when Brad Stevens first got to the Celtics. That was one of the things he said about Bradley is that you can sick him on someone. And he's always been capable of sliding his feet, staying in front of someone, uh, ripping people's handles. There are a number of stories about guys who have been like really good players from Jameer Nelson. I I believe Jason Kidd did it at one point. Like, like Avery, just get off me, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Back up. Let me breathe a little, man. And so so he's always been capable of that. It's kind of been the other part of defense where he needs to know, he needed to learn when he should rotate and when he needs to cover for his teammates and when he should gamble for steals, when he should really pressure guys. He needed to learn all of that and, and he's done that. And obviously this year there was a huge swell of support for him from other teams' players. Like, Damian Lillard went out of his way to say Avery Bradley needed to be on first-team all-defense. C.J. McCollum, I believe, said the same thing. And it was like just, just a lot of guys went out of their way to be like, you know what? Avery Bradley gives us hell. And and he, he's he's really, really a strong defender. And what's, what's, what's impressive about him, like a lot of the guys in the Celtics, is he can do it to different types of players, you know? he he chases stephen curry around screens and he guards him with the ball in, in curry's hands and then another game against the warriors he's guarding clay thompson most of the time and and chasing him everywhere around the court even though he's you know 6 7 or whatever he is and a much different type of player and to me one of the plays of the year was was bradley's block on gordon hayward remember that block it was a game saving block play oh that was an awesome play where hayward who who has probably five inches, four or five inches on Bradley was in the post and went up for a shot, and Bradley just swatted the hell out of it. it just It just never had a chance of, of – Hayward never had a chance of releasing it. And it, it, it's it been fun to watch Bradley play defense ever since he got in the NBA, but I do believe, like he said, he's gotten a lot better at the finer details of, of defense over the last few years.
0: I love that he was asked if anybody scares him. You know, Kyrie Irving, no. just whatever big names like you said you know those guys they just don't scare them but he they specifically asked about Kyrie which I thought was really funny uh and and so now you know how it is now that's like bulletin board material I'm sure Kyrie Irving's gonna see that and be like oh really oh okay so that just means you know what that means that means that you got to get tickets to that Celtics Cavs game and you know the best way to get tickets to that Celtics Cavs game? Download the SeatGeek app. That's right, Jay King. You got to yep. take your Got to download the SeatGeek app. <laughs> got to uh, download it. I know you don't need to because you go to the games, but I do. And I've downloaded it. I've actually been poking around to some of the games, planning my trips like we were talking about. I've been looking, I've been looking at other cities, trying to figure out. And the best thing about that, is I get a deal score, so I can see uh, a rating from every ticket from one to a hundred. So it tells me what kind of bang for the buck that I'm getting for my tickets. So now I can't do this next part, but you can, listener. Download the Seeky app, enter the promo code, go into the settings, enter the promo code L O Celtics. The first pair of tickets, or however many tickets you get. Your first ticket purchase with that promo code, you're gonna get a twenty dollar rebate. They'll send you twenty bucks in the mail after you buy the tickets. So check it out. Check out the SeatGeek app. It lets you know what tickets are in your price range. It lets you know when tickets are uh, when there's a good deal on the tickets. It's right on your mobile app. So once you buy it, you just show it. You can walk up to the gate, buy the ticket as you're walking up to the gate, show it to the the people at the, the at the Turnstiles there, and you'll walk in. Boom, done. Very simple. But don't forget to use that promo code once you download the SeatGeek app. So that'll be fun to see Kyrie come to town and Avery get that one on one matchup. Avery did not, however, manage to secure the services, and this is something that got a lot of reaction on Twitter of one Kevin Durant. Now, I know the situation was better in Golden State. But it was revealed today, Jay King, and this should, we should add dramatic music into this part. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Thank you. <laughs> that his boy, Kevin Durant, both Texas, I'll say alums, but whatever. You know what I mean. Former, Former Texas Hoopers. Hoopers, yep. Good friends. In that big push that involved Tom Brady, that involved everybody, Avery Bradley said he did not try to recruit Kevin Durant. Is this Avery Bradley's fault, Jay King? Oh my God!
1: (laughs) It's all Avery Bradley's fault. Uh, But no, no, of course it's not Avery Bradley's fault. Yes, it is. It's funny because Isaiah Thomas made this huge thing like I'm going to try to push Kevin Durant and recruit him and do whatever whatever it takes and all all he did really was get in touch with Kevin Durant, and nobody really wanted to push kevin durant you don't want to you don't want to be that that guy who's like like, "Hey, Kevin, come to us like Celtics are awesome, man, and just annoy him so i I've, it was probably the right move of Avery to kind of step away if if Durant had questions to ask Avery Bradley about the Celtics, he was going to ask Avery Bradley questions about the Celtics. They are close friends. They are they they've known each other for years. I've seen them in the hallway after games, talking about their families. So so they really are close. Avery called them like brothers today. And they're at the level where if Durant really wanted to know something, he would have just asked. And so Bradley gave him his space. And I you know, people people are gonna be mad about it. People are gonna say, Oh my god, he should he should have pitched him on the Celtics, he should have been there at the meeting, yada yada yada. Look. Kevin Durant chose the Golden State Warriors, who won 73 basketball games in the regular season last year. He wasn't coming to Boston. <laughs> he wasn't going to do it. And if he did, maybe it would have been because he has a nice bond with Avery Bradley. And look, he's, a, he's friends with the guy. His friendship to him meant more. And I, 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 it doesn't bug me at all. That that he gave Durant his space and let him decide on his own. I, I think that's what most people did. I, I you know you don't want to push him. You don't want to say too much. If if he wants information, you give it to him. Otherwise, stay out of his way. Let him make his own decision and hope that the Celtics pitch is enough. And the Celtics pitch was almost enough. He he they they were probably one of the top three teams in, in that running. So. They're, they're on top free agents' radar. They picked up Horford. They almost got Durant. And they still have probably a long way to go to become top contenders, but they're right there near the top of the East.
0: They almost got Durant. Almost.
1: Damn it, Avery.
0: You blew it. You blew if it. If only there was a way to push him over the edge. Huh? There was a trusted confidant who, who <laughs> could have told him the insides if of only, the Celtics organization If only... <laughs> <laughs> and people are actually saying that I'm sure somebody is as if Kevin was like oh wait you didn't say anything I didn't realize you wanted to play basketball with me
1: like, uh, it, uh it, it's funny man it really is yeah it, it, it's it's it's, it's too- amusing
0: yeah it's amusing that you know you're like wait wait a minute what do you mean you didn't pitch him but the, what more do you need to pitch I get it I know I'm just joking around but He did say, Avery did, that Boston is a premier free agent destination. Now, not premier enough to get Kevin Durant, at least not this past summer. But like you said, obviously we got Al Horford. That's a huge signing. You got the second best free agent out there. So next summer, when things get even better, when Jalen Brown surprises everybody and becomes a borderline all-star in year one. A little confidence there, a little optimism. Yeah, sure. Why not? When uh, when the Celtics send three guys to the all star game, it'll be a little bit different (laughs) next summer. Uh, One other thing,
1: Um, the the, the Durant thing, it it was just I think our, our buddy Jam Packard put this on Twitter. It was the most Avery Bradley thing of ever to be like, you know what? We're too good friends for me to recruit him. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin that relationship. Like, like I prioritize our friendship over our team. And it, it was it was really hysterical to see Jay Crowder's reaction when he was like, "Man, screw Kevin Durant!" Like, <laughs> like we gave him the the full game plan for being the Warriors, and then he just went and joined them. Like, like screw him. And then Avery Bradley comes in and. He's like, well, I'm I'm just really happy for Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? Uh, he he really went to a top notch organization. <laughs> it's, like, it's just I it. just perfect. Absolutely perfect. I love it. I love it. Avery Bradley is like the most low-key guy. He's, he a, really he's is just he's the nicest like low-key like mild-mannered dude who just plays ferocious defense.
0: Yeah. Like the only team he's better suited for than the Celtics would be like the Spurs, where just being low key and unassuming is perfect. Like that's the only other team he could play for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He would like Celtics, Spurs, who else? Yeah, that's 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 about it.
0: I feel like he would fit in anywhere though. Well, I mean he could play he could literally play for any team. He's good who <laughs> he wouldn't want to have a defender like him. But I just feel like his attitude, like, he just if he could just like disappear into the ethos and just show up and play defense and then disappear again, I feel like he'd just do that. But so that's Avery Bradley who made our lives a lot easier today by providing 18 minutes worth of content for a late August podcast. So thank you, Avery Bradley for that. Uh, Another little note, uh, since we brought up Jay Crowder, he has been mentioned as a potential first time all-star this year. There's a piece out on, um, was it ESPN?
1: Yeah, it was ESPN Insider.
0: Yeah. So he was among the people listed as a potential first-time All-Star. So let's just put it out there. What are the odds that Jay Crowder can become an All-Star this year? Low. Low. Because, look, Isaiah Thomas is
1: the number one likely. Maybe Al Horford's the number one likely. Those two are number one 1A and most likely to be on the All-Star team. Jay Crowder is a distant number three and look the Celtics are going to have to s- s- really really exceed expectations that they're going to get three guys on the all-star team it would have to be like like the Hawks of a couple years ago when they won 60 games and people were talking about voting on their entire starting five because their team just overachieved and they needed everybody it would have to be something like that I don't see it happening and we I think we talked about this last year like there was a, there was a decent argument you could make that Jake Crowder was the Celtics most valuable player at at the All-Star going into the All-Star break last season. Yes. And but, you know, I, Isaiah Thomas put up awesome numbers and he led their offense which otherwise would have been terrible without him. And and that, that was it. And so he made the All-Star team and Crowder didn't, and then Crowder got hurt down the stretch and Isaiah scored 40 something points in a playoff game. And that was how it went. So I, I do think it, it would take a lot of, a big improvement for Crowder. And then the Celtics will have to overachieve for him to make that all-star team. Just because I do think Horford and Thomas have the inside track to make the team. But three from that team, it would, would, would be a be tough a sell. Yeah,
0: they, they play how many games before the all-star break? We always say it's the halfway point, but it's not, it's not 41 games. They play like 50 games, right? About. Before the All Star Break, so let's say it's fifty, the Celtics to get three All Stars would have to be what, like
1: thirty-seven and thirteen, something like that,
0: something like that. Yeah, they got to be pushing forty wins, which I mean, who knows? It's not impossible that they would do that. It's also could happen. I would say they're more likely to be like have like thirty. Three wins, thirty two, thirty-three wins at that point. Um I think I think that's about right. Somewhere around there. I would say like low thirty, somewhere around around that, yeah. Like I don't think they're gonna have twenty losses necessarily by February. But anyway, I, I think they're gonna fall a little short of that team goal that makes people say, You gotta give the Celtics three. I, I agree with you that it's Isaiah Thomas, it's it's probably going to be Horford, but Crowder and Crowder's at a
1: disadvantage to begin with because the things he does best, which are defense and giving them that rugged attitude and all that, are undervalued. Like, right. when, you, when you make an all-star team, like DeMar DeRozan makes that team. And DeMar DeRozan, like, all he does is score, but he does it well enough that people notice it for the all-star game. Now, I, right. I, I do think if you judge everything – Jay Crowder is a better player than Demar Derozan, but you 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 won't find that on on the All Star team voting. That that's for damn sure. So he, he's at a disadvantage to begin with, and especially on the wing, you know, putting up scoring scoring numbers is is pretty much a must when it comes to All Star All Star voting.
0: Right. Yeah, he's going to have to score a lot for that to be a consideration. So uh, I agree with you there. One last thing to get to. And this is interesting on so many levels. Jalen Brown Snapchat. (laughs) We keep doing all these Snapchat. I I don't know how would have been doing shows before social media, but I guess it all goes hand in hand. It's all about Snapchat, man. It's all about Snapchat. Like if it's not Terry Rozier tweeting from, I mean, uh, Snapchatting from a a strip club, it's Jalen Brown Snapchatting from the passenger seat of Jimmy Butler's car, which, in and of itself, like, what is? Jalen Brown doing hanging out with Jimmy Butler. They've got the same trainer. There you go. So right.
1: they, they they worked out some before the draft and played some one-on-one, and they know each other through the trainer. And I'm sure Jalen Brown thinks, you know, yeah, I want to work out with Jimmy Butler. He just won a damn gold medal. Yeah, of course I want to work out with Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler's like, yeah, l- let me work out with this hungry young buck. He's a great athlete. He said that he thinks Jalen Brown, he sees some of himself in Jalen Brown. And so that's how you get Jalen Brown shaking his head to Jimmy Butler's country music in the car.
0: Country music in the car, and Jimmy Butler's just snapping away, singing along to country music, and Jalen is just painfully enduring it. I don't know if Jimmy Butler really likes country music or if he's just hazing the rookie or something. He seemed to know all the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's I don't know. Are you a country guy? I am the opposite of a country guy. Yeah. I I do not like country music one bit.
1: My worst nightmare I, is a a country concert.
0: Oh my god, it's the worst. To, I mean look, and I, I it's very popular, and if you're listening and you love country music, that's cool. That means you don't no. like the hip hop music no. that I listen to. No, don't, but don't I can't don't, listen to it. Don't them. don't give people this out. Country music sucks. (laughs) 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 I I don't like country music. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. But look, hey, a lot of people do. That's fine. I think that's fine. It's fine if you like country music. I, God, just, I remember driving up Route 1, trying to get home one day, stuck in the traffic of some country fest something or other, and just being stuck in the traffic getting to the concert was a horrific, hellish experience. It was just all of the fake little hats and, oh, God, I can't even. Oh, I'm having flashbacks. This is terrible. <laughs> make it stop. Yeah. I can not make it stop because I can wrap up the show. There that's you go. That's an easy way to make this stop. There you go. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wrap up this show. Hey, a reminder if, if you're listening to us and you want to check out some other things, you, you can go to the Locked On Podcast Network page on the audio boom. Check out, we've got almost every NBA team set up now. We will have every NBA team soon. So if you want to check out Locked On NBA, Locked On Fantasy, it's time for your NBA fantasy draft uh, coming up in, in about a couple of months. You want to get ready for that. There's a podcast just for that on the network. If you're a football fan, check out the, the NFL side and check out Locked On Patriots. If you're a Patriots fan, their season's about to start. Check that out. And also, we have a partnership with uh, FanRag Sports, so you can go to the FanRagSports.com, click on Today's Fast Break, get all your NBA news. There's a Celtics page, the podcast, us, us right now. We're on that page. So that's a great way to get our show and other Celtics news all in one place. Uh, Of course, you can go to RedsArmy.com and MassLive.com. That's a given, right? That's a given.
1: Yeah, they already know that. They they already know that. We better be their daily
0: stop. I mean, it has to be. But just a reminder, you never know. First first time listener, maybe you got to us through FanRagSports.com and uh, you want to know who we are. So, I do Reds Army, Jay does Mass Live, and check us out there. And together, and, we are the greatest podcast ever created. Absolutely. Without a doubt. The Rain and Jays, uh, who are asking you to download the Seat Geek app, enter the promo code LO Celtics for $20 off your first ticket purchase, purchase. Tickets now all went on sale for all of these games, so go check that out. And thanks for listening. This is the Locked On Celtics podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network.